Hello, listeners. We can see you now. (laughs) (laughs) I see you listening. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, dear Abby. I'm just Abby. We're here in the studio uh, with our producers, Natalia. Hey. And Austin. Hey, guys. This is supposed to be an advice podcast, and it's not setting out to be a bad advice podcast, but it will inevitably be bad advice. For those of our listeners who survived the vortex, welcome. For those who didn't, grim. And I'm really sorry. I yeah. Um, I'm really warm right now. I yeah, it's know. way too warm. <laughs> I think that U Chicago has overcompensated for the vortex. Maybe based on reason, I've heard and seen that really everything is actually flooding and breaking, so I guess you can't really say that they're overcompensating for no reason, but everything is so hot right now. But also, it's just hot outside. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Are you looking... In Max P, okay, I don't know, because I feel... What happened in Max P? In Max P, they've, like, stripped the walls and have, like, these weird space heaters all over the hallway, because I think to heat up... Is that what it was? I think so. I truly thought that they were sucking the rats out of the walls. (laughs) (laughs) It looked... Like, they just had brought giant vacuums into the walls, and they made all these that little does, holes. That, that is what like, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It could be that, but I don't think so. Okay. Eh, it could Interesting. be. Interesting. I don't know. I think it has to do with the pipes, but, yeah, now it's really hot, and it's hot outside, and I keep stepping in mud. I hate it. Do you just want to rant about people doing stupid things during the polar vortex? I do want yeah, to rant I about would love that. stupid <laughs> things during the polar vortex. I think that we can amend people to just men. Yeah, it was just the men doing stupid things during the polar vortex. Can't confirm. Yeah. Can we flex for a, a hot second? Um, just like a group, like a a dual flex about how we walk to the lake in every other condition because we fucking enjoy the lake. Oh, yeah, we're pissed because all of a sudden it's cool to go to the lake. We've been walking to the lake for a year and a Years. half. In the worst conditions. But, like, worst conditions within reason. Worst right. conditions where we will survive them. We should get credit for going to the lake in bad conditions. That aren't that bad. But reasonable <laughs> conditions. And we go there because the lake is pretty much the only good thing yeah. Chicago has to offer. Am I allowed to say we that? We don't go for, like, there? the sexy photos. No. We no. just go. One time we went and took probably the worst photo ever for a, a wolf profile. <laughs> but never mind. But we don't go to, for the sexy photos. We never take sexy no. photos. And if we, we do, go it's to not appreciate the lake. the lake. We don't go to appreciate a polar vortex. Yeah. And so then to see that everyone who I know who is dating a man, that man happened to be at the lake on Wednesday morning during the polar vortex, you suck. Like, what do you... You definitely have never been to the lake before. Yeah. You probably had to Google map it to the lake. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and every, <laughs> everyone posted pictures like it was new. It looked exactly the same. Like, yeah, there was some steam, I guess. I don't... I, like, I think they thought they were seeing something unprecedented, but we've seen it. We've, we've, we've seen it we've so many times. We've been seeing the lake. And... I don't, Austin, can you speak to what you did? Because you said something about boxers, and I don't know exactly what you were saying. Yeah, me and four of my friends did last man standing in boxers and t-shirts. Oh, last man standing. That sounds idiotic. So it was like, who could last the longest? And, and who did? Well, it got to two minutes, and we were like, if we stay any longer, we'll get frostbite. But none of us were like, wanted to let the other one win. So we like group decided that two minutes was enough. Oh, I'm shocked. I'm disgusted. None nothing... of us got frostbite. 
Congrats, neither did awesome. I. Awesome, yeah, we were inside, I guess, judging you. I don't, what do you want me to say? Like, that sucks. Like, that's so dumb. The thing I is, guess... we did dumb stuff, but indoors. <laughs> so, yeah, what co- well, for instance, I don't know, we, well, we were mad that Ratner was closed, so. Oh, yeah. We did run through all of Max P dorms for half an hour. Yeah, we kind of, like, started, like, for our Max P listeners, you know, there's a tunnel system. And so we started, I guess, in Central. I want to say we went east first. I really have no idea. But we went down into the tunnels, ran through the tunnels, and then did the stairs on each, like, the first east stairs, the central stairs, the first west stairs, so on and so forth. It felt about, like, 45 minutes long, but I think it was, like, 16 to 17 minutes. It really made me realize that anything can be Ratner. Ratner's just an Ratner is a state of mind. Of, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so, and I wouldn't even say that's so idiotic so much as we looked idiotic, but there's a you big difference. Men who are at the lake, you both looked and were idiotic, so. Listeners, give us a wink if you think this is a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we, we kind of bonded, I want to say, Abby and I, over... Um, being amazing at going to the gym. And so <laughs> we would always go to Bradner, do the elliptical, and just kind of do 300 calories of that, like 300 each, so 600 calories <laughs> of that, um, which usually takes about half an hour, and then, like, talk. And if you've been to Ratner, you've probably heard us talk because I think we're kind of loud. Yeah. Yeah, there's not, there's not like, a loudspeaker system. Well, there might be at Ratner. They don't play music, but they should. But we we entertain the listeners. We entertain the cardio rotunda. Yeah, there's this one old Indian guy who always takes the elliptical next to us and listens to our whole conversation. And I always make eye contact with him. And he kind of just smirks and yeah. continues. So they know what's good, but we haven't gone for a while. No, we haven't. That's why I think everyone else has stopped too. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's been going thing. to a rat. Or yeah. yeah, but anyway, so our idea, and we also call it like you know, like, the at sign, so we call it, like, our at sign to kind of Just because we type, we type rat we type so many times a day that it's We have to be, like, rat, you know, like, we're yeah. not gonna, like, we kind of have brainwaves that are in sync, but not in sync enough to, like, definitely sync up when we're at Ratner. Right. So we have to type it, and we shorten it to rat. So basically, rat chat was the idea for the podcast. We would so. be on the ellipticals at Ratner and be talking. and doing. That's what you're missing out on. And we're missing out on exercise, so. Yeah. So really for our health, we should be doing a rat chat right now, but instead we're sitting in the basement of Logan. And we look like everyone else. We look like radio stars. We look like podcast stars. Yeah, so we're in the studio. Anyway, maybe we should get into the question, yes? Yeah. Mm. Okay. okay. We have a question from a real person today <laughs> other okay, questions were from, were from our producers <laughs> also real people <laughs> real people who produce the pod um, producers are people too yeah. um yeah so coming to us live from from a real listener <laughs> is dear abby's i like my friend and i decided to write her a love letter but now it's been sitting in my room for weeks, and I don't know whether or not to send it. Thoughts? Only you end question thoughts? Wow. What a tough one. What a question. Thank you, listener. Thank you, real <laughs> listener. Um, what angle do you want to attack first? So, root of the problem. 
right? Letters. Letters. Um, I guess hmm. people say love is dead, but they also say letters are dead. That's so true. And you've revived them both, so. Can we give a round of applause to our listener? Thank you, listener. <laughs> um, I wish that we had Natalia in the studio a lot. Letters and society <laughs> major for her help, but we're kind of floating around with no real basis except letters we've received and written. Um, I used to write letters to my friends in elementary school. Just a lot of thank you letters out of the blue because it's really fun to receive a thank you letter. That's very Jimmy Fallon of you to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, interjection. Um, Jim, Jimmy Fallon has like his thank you letters thing, which I feel like it's dead. Like the bit is dead and he still is going strong oh, as far as I know. I don't know. I think maybe you could take that idea since um, it was so good in elementary school. But anyways, if you just wanted to take the thank you letter idea and roll with it, um, I think you could probably apply it to your issue. I'm going to try to think of a way to apply it. All right. I'll go into other letters (laughs) that we've written and received. I am like... Okay, kind of notoriously a birthday card queen, and I'm really good at making and writing birthday cards, and that's just, I guess, a flex that I wanted to share, but probably the best letter that I've ever received was also a birthday card in a way, um, in that it was a card for my birthday, but also it wasn't, like, a birthday card in the traditional sense, because it wasn't, like, made out of construction paper and, like, featuring stickers and glitter, which mine always do it was just typed and printed and I think I think it was called an ode to a girl who codes so that's me listeners you received this I received it (laughs) codes what (laughs) I was in java programming for a semester in high school and I was terrible at it we do you understand what java programming is no but do you know what it is a little bit. What? <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Sorry, I can tell Abby feels a little letter. betrayed. But it was actually very sweet. And it really, like, every time I think that the writer of it hates me, and there's literally no chance I'll ever listen to this podcast, so it's fine. Every time that I think that the writer hates me, I think back to this letter and I'm like, no, they said too many nice things about me. <laughs> they definitely don't hate me. And I think if you want to take that approach and just, like, make sure, unless... Sorry, just to, like, quickly go out of the letter form for a moment and, like, kind of address, like, more of the core of the question, but, of course, we'll return to the letters themselves. Um, Do you think it's more of a power move to write a love letter where you kind of take down the person and make it seem... That's the only way I would write a love letter. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, never mind. Don't follow the example set by an ode to a girl. No compliments. Zero compliments, listeners. Um, I also think maybe... If the letter format is really what's getting you and and really what you're having trouble with is finding paper, we, we'd be happy to read the letter for you on the podcast. Oh, my God. I don't know. It's just an idea. And, like, if you're nervous that, that maybe she won't receive it well, she probably won't receive it. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I would say that she and my, my letter writer that I'm talking about have about equal equally zero chances of listening to this podcast so it's a pretty safe bet to have her 
Yeah, it's a, I don't know, it's just, it's just an idea that I <laughs> Just put the letter into the virtual space and speak your love into existence. In fact, if any, if any other listener out there ever needs something just done, get off their chest, you know, um, we're really a safe place to do that without anyone hearing it. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Do you think, she, like, honestly, do you think she should send the letter? I know I'm supposed to say yes, but I might go ahead and say no, because I wouldn't. And what is this advice column if not us just saying what we would do? W-W-A-A-D. A-A-A-D, sorry. Um, Wait, do you think if we call ourselves W-W-A-A-D-A-A-A, we'll sponsor us? to sponsor us? Yes. Can we get AutoZone to sponsor us? Do you have a AAA member? Yeah, I've seen it on your credit card. Um, okay, can you read out your credit card number for the listeners? Um, okay, anyway, I am taking this from a different perspective. I'm also going to say a hesitant no, don't send it, but for a different reason. It's I don't think I ever said a reason. You said because I wouldn't. Oh, it's okay. not really a reason, but okay. Um, I would not, I would say no because I would not like to receive it. Yeah. Literally nothing against the question asker. It's all about the idea of the letter. It's just like, what do you do with it? That's so much clutter. Like, my room does not need another letter in it. Abby's room is a little bit messy, no offense. Um, Mine is not so messy, and I would have a good place for it, because I do have a box specifically for letters. Um, (laughs) Actually, I moved it to a folder. Is it filling up up fast? It's filling up fast. Also, I have a magnet board of other letters, and it's filling up so fast that I have to cover letters with new ones. How many of those letters are from people other than your grandparents? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one grandparent. Um, no, they're, they're not alive. dead. They're alive. <laughs> yeah, they're they're alive just, only one is sending me letters. Um, I don't know. I would say I wouldn't want to receive it, not because of the clutter so much for me, but because I think I was just told this weekend that I don't like romantic grand gestures. It was sort of like a, it was like a, a question statement, like, oh, you don't like romantic grand gestures. And I never really thought about it before, but no, Was somebody I don't. trying to give you a grand gesture? Always. Mm. No, someone who, I don't know. I, maybe that's something to consider, is you might want to ask the recipient first whether they like grand gestures. And then that kind of, Sex you know, tone. Them. There, might be there might be a gesture on the horizon. Yeah. It's kind of like every time I buy anyone present, I ask them first whether it's worth my money. <laughs> <laughs> Except, Except for the, for the one ring. <laughs> Abby bought me a lovely ring. I'm not wearing it right now, but it's lovely. It's a grand ass gesture. Grand gesture. And the only reason I did it was because my dad said I'd, I look like the kind of person who would never <gasps> buy a present. Wait, sorry, continue. Just that my dad criticized me for being a terrible present giver, so I had to buy it. Okay. Prove him wrong. I went to the Oriental Institute gift shop today, and yes, I would buy all my jewelry there. So, it's not so much as it's a grand gesture, it's that, like, it's a little bit, like, how good of a writer are you? That's also a question. Like, can you write it in a really, really, really good way? And if not, don't send it. And if you have a question about whether you could or could not, you probably can't, and don't send it. But I'm also just worried that even if it was really well-written, that might be intimidating for the recipient. But if it was well-written enough 
that it's like the form of a love yeah. like but not even in like a classic love letter sense i would say why i mean abby has explained to me why she thinks you wouldn't do this but my question is instead of sending the letter why wouldn't you just ask her out and i know you can't respond <laughs> we're waiting for a response um, on air but i would say that's a better option it kind of makes you it's like a little bit lower key so if I do think she would be into it I've stalked her on Facebook she looks like the kind of person who would who would um say yes to going out with you as anyone would but I don't think that like that the best move for like the first gesture of possibly many is to be such a big one I also just think how do you respond to a letter you know do you send one back I just I wouldn't know what to do as someone who's constantly waiting for mail like all the time it sucks to have to wait for mail and the questioner you don't want to be waiting for a response for weeks and also another thing that we haven't (laughs) talked about just like in terms of FedEx in terms of FedEx, <laughs> I just don't understand. If this person is on campus with you and you put it in the mail, I the mailman's not going to know what to do with it. Yeah. Does he, does he bring it? Does he bring it to the nearest mail sorting center? Yeah, I feel does like that have to go around the country because it, it has to go around the it country. It has to go around the country. They go to the same college, right? They go to the same, same college, college, but, but you can't you can't it, like pick good. up a letter from a mailbox. And, like, read through them first and be like, oh, it would save time and money for me to just, like, put it back in this mailbox and get, no, like, no, 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 it's going to go around the country before it gets to the Yeah, recipient. every letter has to circulate around the country. That's how it works. That's how it works. And so, I don't know, but maybe you're thinking of more of a, not to bring my ode up again, but, like, when I received the ode to the girl who codes, it was typed and printed and handed to me. Would you hand her the letter? That puts a lot of pressure on her in the most serious Yeah, because sense of what if she doesn't have a letter opener on her? Can <laughs> <laughs> um, um, slipped under the door or something? Good one, Austin. I guess it could be. Do you have access to her door? And Back in the day, just speaking of slipping things under doors... Back in the day when my door, I think we actually addressed this on the last episode, um, was locked from the outside by my parents, my brother would write me letters and slip them under the door to keep me entertained. That is so nice of him to do. And they were almost always mean. And then I would try to slip them back, slip, you know, like, return notes back to him, and he refused to open them. So she might end up doing that. She might just <laughs> return to send her. <laughs> wait, wait, okay. So is our consensus no, don't send it? Listeners, I know you all want us to say yes, but... We're not your gals for that. We're going to say no. The good news is it's always safer to do the opposite of what we say. So if you do it, we understand. Wait, but so, uh, hold on. Listener, like, come back... Um, with more questions about how to just ask her out. I think that she'll say yes. But I think that even though it's scary, you can do it over text. Everything is less scary over text. Everything is even less scary over email. But don't email her. But just ask her out. Um, so now from our 
more trustworthy sources. My mom has sent in her advice for the week. Here it is, listeners. She texted it. <laughs> Keep in mind she was at a funeral when she wrote this. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Can I read it? It is better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. I'm kind of sad. That's pretty sad. That's, that is pretty sad, especially given the funeral context. If you're looking for some more pertinent advice, though, she also wants our listeners to know that JetBlue doesn't fly to California from Chicago. <laughs> why not? That's something we should dive into on the next podcast. Yeah. Dear Abby's, why isn't JetBlue flying from Chicago to California? Because that seems like a pretty obvious route. And also, she wants you to remember, always check Expedia. So do you think my mom would be pro-letter? My mom would definitely she be pro-letter. She would be pro-letter. My mom is pro-action no matter what. Yeah. Perry's mom is It does not matter what the action is. Yeah, Perry's mom is into... Sorry, shit. Abby's mom (laughs) is into forcefulness, as is my dad. Yeah, yeah. When in doubt, they forcefully write a letter. So okay, a letter like a love letter by like my dad slash Abby's mom would definitely be something like, like their their um tenets for writing a letter or like an email would be like, don't apologize, use fewer exclamation points, um, be very to the point, don't be self deprecating. So kind of just like. Be a douchebag in your love letter. Be like... Imagine that you're applying for a job that you know you're overqualified for. Yeah. I love you. I don't care what you think. You need me more than I need you. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a power move for a love letter. That's okay. I have a weird flex. It doesn't really work in this context, but I'll say it anyway and we'll see if it works. Um, So basically my weird flex only works sort of in nature, like in the field. Um... If someone, like, asked me a question, then I would be like, let me just Google Chrome that real quick, which is itself a weird flex because I have the Google Chrome app. And I know it's a free app and anyone can have it, but I think it's kind of cool that I do and that I use it. And that's my weird flex. Nice one. Thanks. Mine is also technology related, inspired just now by that. Um kind of the other end of the spectrum my weird flex is i've been realizing recently how many um how many features of the technology i own i don't know about for instance the fact that i didn't know my computer flipped like turned into a a tablet i guess that's what they've been calling it recently a tablet until um like months after i got it and i guess my weird flex is yeah, I've still gotten some okay grades on essays, even though I wasn't using my technology to the best of its ability. <laughs> Try being a girl who codes and then come back to me if you don't know how to use your technology. Another reflex is that my friend Tegan was visiting this past weekend, and she... Okay, so she basically just finished her, like, J term at Middlebury, where um, you take, like, a kind of a unique class for the month of January before starting your second semester, and she took a class called Mathematica. And neither Abby nor myself could understand for the life of us what she was doing. Like, whether she had coded Mathematica or if, like, what she was doing. I thought it was, like, she made, she built, her, like, R for my stats kids. I thought she built her own 
coding program and named it Mathematica. And Abby and I, like, could not get it. We were just, like, on yeah, the Yeah, I was shuttle, trying to, like, like, demonstrate that I was <laughs> listening by asking questions. And then just every time I asked her a question, regretted it because it made it so clear that I had no idea what she was talking about. Like, she said something about running it. She's like, I ran it overnight. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm so impressed you made something that runs. <laughs> she was like, I submitted it in the wrong format. And I was like, oh, you were supposed to use a PDF. But no, you have to run it. You can't run shit on a PDF. <laughs> I don't know what a PDF is. Anyway, but my weird fact is that after, like, like hours later, like, I think we had actually gone to sleep and then woken up the next morning, I understood what it was, and I checked, and I was right. Basically, okay, weird facts. what she did is she learned a coding language named Mathematica, so Java is a coding language, what else, Python I've heard people talk about, maybe something called Eclipse? Java, as it's Java. in Spanish. Java is, it's pronounced in, um... Slovenian, I guess. Um, Yeah. So it's like languages that you learn how to write in, kind of like you've learned a language almost. I'm I'm flexing that I understand what she did now after hours and hours and hours. Basically, she learned the language. That's it. On that note, um, thanks for listening. (laughs) Thank you.